Welcome to the No Limits Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Adam. This is show number 11. Once again, well, it's not quite 1230 yet, but it's 1217 in the a.m. Monday yeah. morning. We're getting like later and later with these. Well, we've reached a more adult audience, I think, so we can <laughs> have later shows. That's a, that's a nice reason. Because they're listening live. <laughs> yeah, from, from my closet. Mm-hmm. They haven't come out yet. No, not yet. Awesome. They all will, though. <laughs> it's okay. It's safe. I promise. So let's let's try to not get to to Tuesday and Wednesday mornings with our shows. I think our scheduling will be better uh, in a week or two. What's Tuesday and Wednesday mornings? Well, I'm just saying because we've gone from Fridays to now we're at Mondays. Oh yeah. So we'll we'll do our best to get back to like a Saturday ish. This this week I have more of something to do and plus i have a final next monday but then after that i should be good to go oh crap oh shiznit it i almost got a parking ticket monday which has never happened before and would have scared me shitless where were you parked just out front here i, oh. I overslept my alarm and street oh, sweepings oh, yeah, 9 okay. to 12 and it was like 9 30 and i saw the the cleaning truck down the street and I was, like, running on an hour's sleep, and I was so out of it, and probably illegally shouldn't have been driving. But I just went around the block to the back and parked in the garage, but I was, like, freaking out because oh, I crap. totally didn't want to take it. Yeah, actually, I I almost never remember my dreams, but the dreams that I do remember, there are only a few different ones, and they're almost always bad. But my bad dreams are always parking ticket dreams, where I get a ticket for some sort of amount that's not even possible to pay, like eighty-five thousand dollars for a parking Whoa, ticket. Whoa, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, I don't know how much tickets are for parking, but it frightens me anyway. Yeah, I would say something like that would be. I heard that it went up recently, but I would say like between forty and eighty. Damn. I think that's bullshit if it hits the 80 mark because what did you do but you parked your car? And those street cleaning trucks, if you ever drive behind them, they kick up more dust than they clean. Yeah, serious. It's like it does nothing good for the street or it takes it away from the side of the street and puts it more in the middle. Yeah, it's weird. Like my mom's block doesn't have street cleaning, so you can park anywhere anytime. That's awesome, actually. And it looks fine. It doesn't look like dirtier than any other block i've ever been on no it does look fine i've been there that's that's cool actually i wonder if it's just an excuse for for big business to have contracts that you need street cleaning yeah hmm. yeah i don't know i say it's a waste of money yeah i think it is but it's also a good way to collect money from us for parking tickets mm-hmm mm. That's that gulp was brought to you by Sobe Life Water. It's delicious. What flavor is it? Fuji apple pear. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Zero calorie. It's made with a natural derived sweetener. Uh, the brand is Pure Vita, but which which street sweetener is it? Um, hmm. Splenda. Oh, uh, we're. Uh, Potas, oh, Reb A, whatever that is, but Pure Via brand. I don't know what Reb A is, but it's natural derived from nature. Okay, so. Oh, so, um, so there's a country <laughs> singer named Shelley Wright. I'm sure you've all heard, well, not so much of her until recently, but you've probably heard that she just recently came out of the closet, which is kind of a big deal for a country artist because I feel like there's still a, a very big um, anti-gay sentiment uh, within the country genre. And there are also cool people like Willie Nelson who I, I think probably is is not homophobic and people like Dolly Parton and Loretta Lynn who have big gay followings. But it's it's kind of a big deal. As far as I know, this may be the first openly gay country singer that is successful so i just think that's that's kind of a neat thing what does kind of bother me is that i I think she has an album coming out right now 
and I, I feel like, or a book, a book or an album or both, but I, I do think that that's kind of a crappy thing to do because it, it kind of um, takes away from the, the power of coming out or or the empowerment that you feel. Um, and it seems more like a tool to sell records or gain publicity, but um, but I still think it's cool nonetheless. I'm not so sure that there's necessarily, there's no direct like stigma attached to being a gay country singer, but you don't see it and nobody talks about it. It might, it might have a problem because country is very, very Christian. Like, yeah. Incredibly Christian. And so I'm not, I don't know the reactions because I haven't been paying attention within the country music community, but uh, I imagine it's potentially not so positive. On the other hand, if you're talking in music about being so, like, loving of, of people, I mean, they aren't, like, reggae-loving of people, like, you know, falling in love that's or being in love, that's one of their topics, you sort of should accept uh, a person's sexuality in that case because they have love, too, <laughs> and they've been loved. It's been proven scientifically. That they have love, too? Yeah. <laughs> Except for me. I'm full of hate. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, also Lena Horne died, which is really sad, but she had a scary face, so I'm glad that I won't have to see it anymore. And I know that that sounds really shitty, especially <laughs> on the day that she died. Yeah. Um, But technically, it's the next day. Anyway. I don't know who that is, by the way. She, I wish... Can you look up a picture of her right now? I want people to hear your I'm concerned reaction. That, I'm concerned that it'll fuck up the the audio but we'll see um well anyway she's a singer and she's been in movies too i believe i know she was at least in the whiz and she is a black woman who looks kind of white and kind of scary pointy face and she has always looked like that and i I guess she was in her oh god i want to say she's in her like 80s or 90s but um you want old Lena Horn or young Lena Horn? Old. Like this one? Yeah. You know, she, she reminds me a little bit of uh, Linda Ellerby from Nick <gasps> News. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what she looks <laughs> like to me. Nick News W5. Mm-hmm. What was the W5 for? Who, what, where, when, why? Oh, yeah. They should have added an H. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Five W's and an H. Um, anyway, that's it for Lena Horn. Literally. She is mildly frightening. She's sort of like Charo, fri- Chara frightening. Charo, Chara. Charo. Yeah. But uh, thinking of her and the, and the likes of, of Linda Ellerby also sort of lessens the blow of what she looks like. I guess that's true. And she usually looks happy, which makes her less threatening. Then again, clowns look happy sometimes, and I, I'm very threatened by them. But... um. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm, I'm not as upset about Lena Horne dying as like other important people. Like when Betty White goes, I'm gonna be really sad. Oh yeah. And it's big news that Betty White was um, on SNL. Yeah, I know. I had been waiting for that, and then I fucking didn't see it. Well, I didn't get to see it, but I um, I'm a, I don't want to say a big fan, but I do really love her and um. And I think that she's a great sport, and she's really funny, and it's cool when you can be her age and laugh at shit, and um, and tell dirty jokes, and and uh, and she's really relatable to our generation, which is very rare because of her age, and I, I think that's really cool. Oh my God! Don't get me started on age, but we'll talk about don't that later. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I'm Darcy. I'm Jeannie Darcy, yes. and don't get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Let me bring my own brick wall with me. <laughs> oh, you know what? Apparently, um, uh, Molly Shannon was also on SNL yesterday. Really? Yeah. Damn it, I missed such a good episode. What did I do yesterday? Oh, I know what I was doing. Never mind. We'll talk about that later as well. <laughs> oh, and my dad saw Molly Shannon at a restaurant. A couple of days ago. Really? Yeah. Did he stick his hands in his armpits and go, superstar? 
I don't think he did that. Oh. <laughs> he should have, but he's not cool. She'd probably, like, walk out and be so pissed. She was with his kid, or she was with, with his kids. She was with her kids. <laughs> she was with you. <laughs> so um, so he left her be, I Yeah, think. that's understandable. But um, I wish he would have, like, gotten a picture with her. Mm-hmm. Well, at some point you should be allowed to have peace as well. Yeah. Well, I don't believe in peace. Or so my therapist says. <laughs> <laughs> I think celebrities, well, no, when they're with their kids, it's different. But I think I think that most celebrities, when they are not under a weird circumstance, like with their kids, should welcome and and understand that they are going to have crazy fans who want something from them at all times. Yeah, it's just at some point... I guess maybe people don't think about the fact that you're not the one, you're not the only time, the only person who's hounding them, that it's like a constant thing. They usually can't go out without someone bothering them. And it's unfortunate, like watching TMZ, you see them disguised, you see they're not themselves. And you know it's a result of, I, I don't want to call it harassment, but in a way it is. They can't just go out and be normal. It's true, and it's a struggle, and I, I do feel for them sometimes. But there are other people who just have a really good attitude about it, and they're the ones who, who don't get brought down by it. That might be because they sort of appreciate what they have, and they realize that it comes with the territory, and so they're more than happy to to oblige by the almost, they're like unwritten rules about being famous. Yeah. That uh, This is the life you're going to have, and they appreciate the good, So if that, and they also appreciate how... So many of us don't have that fanfare. Yeah. Also, I mean, a lot of them... Um, I don't know what I was going to say. A lot Cancel. Of scratch that. Okay. 86 it. This this might be a good time then to, to mention what I forgot to mention at the start of the show, which is really bad. I need to start getting in the habit of this. But we're on podtalkers.com now. Yes. That's, that's with the oddcast and... and yeah, and there's 14 shows total or 14 other shows or something like that. And, well, we're one of them, but it's awesome. We're a, a budding network, and if we get any listeners from it, that's amazing. Thank you. Uh, and as part of that, I, I promise I'll start checking the email. I haven't checked the email account since we started like 10 shows ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If somebody ever emailed, because I never gave it out on the air except maybe once, but it's on our Facebook fan page. So... If anybody wants to email us suggestions for topics or questions. Uh, Our inbox is full right now, but we are going to fix that. No, it's no limits podcast at gmail.com. And there's no special smell, s- smelling. No special spelling to that. No limits podcast at sign gmail.com. There we go. Send. Yeah, that's that's the email address and... Uh, yeah, that's us, and I promise I'll check it at least once a week. <laughs> it's just such a pain in the ass for me to change email accounts, but I'll do it. I'll do it for the sake of the show. Please email us, and I would appreciate it. We know you're listening that way. We're also on the iTunes, uh, presumably no, no Limits podcast there. Big time. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so are we ready to to find out why I didn't watch SNL last night? Yeah. I've been doing a short film. I'm not the director. I'm just an actor. I'm just an actor. But I'm not actually, if we get any new listeners, I'm not an actor in the sense of that's my career goal or that's what I do for a job. I'm an actor and and somebody asked me to act for them and I said yes. How's the craft service on, on set? Craft service? Yeah, food. Oh, it's been <laughs> it's been better than the last short I did. Last short I didn't get anything. This time I get fed every night. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was sort of kidding, but that's cool. No, like, it's been amazing. The first when we did the fight choreography, I got Subway. The next night when we started filming, I got Chipotle. <laughs> that was awesome. Then the next night we had pizza, and all all the nights were amazing. Is this uh? A dramatic thing, or no? Or it's a comedy. comedy. It's oh, a comedy. good, cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. 
Uh, unfortunately, I actually wasted last night because of a whiny neighbor who was old and ended up calling the cops on us, but she was harassing us the whole time. <laughs> like, I was there for, like, four or five hours. Yeah, four and a half hours, and we finally got to shooting my scene, which is an outdoor scene, and the neighbor is like, you can't be doing that. I've called the cops, and I've notified your landlord, and you're not supposed to be filming. That's illegal. It's illegal to film? I don't know. It was 11.30 at night, so the noise complaint is acceptable. Yeah. But at the same time, she didn't even give us a warning. She just straight up started bitching, and, like, the cops have been called, and it's like, that's not common courtesy. And, you know, some old people just need to die. <laughs> oh, oh, so, like, I was wa- she was bitching, and then I'm, st- I'm starting to walk away from where we were going to be shooting our scene. And all of a sudden, I hear this. To protect and to serve. That was her retard husband. Why was he doing that? I don't know, and I've I've kind of thought to myself, maybe he was on the phone and the police were saying they're not going to deal with it, and then he decided to recite to them pr- to protect and to serve, <laughs> and so he guilted them in the coming, which, by the way, they took about 25 minutes to get there from her threat time. Well, because I'm f- sure that they didn't take it seriously. No, and, like, apparently when I was changing out of costume back into more comfortable clothes, the cop actually showed up, and from what I hear, all he said was, oh, keep the noise down, I don't want us to come out here again. Uh-huh. Fair enough. But I think I think it's sort of a, a testament to how unimportant that call must have been. Yeah. That they took so long to get out there, and the guy's just like, whatever, just don't make me come back out here. Yeah, I mean, I agree. If if she had said, like, hey, we're trying to sleep, could you guys please keep it down? That would be different from saying, like, we've called the cops, you whippersnappers, and um, and actually calling the cops before giving you a, a warning. Um, it's kind of really fucking annoying. Yeah, it, uh, it, I was... My scene, I had to have a gun, and it was a toy gun. It was one of those ones that has the orange tips, you know? Uh-huh. But they painted it to be all black. And so when she's like, I've called the cops, I was like, fuck, dude. I don't want to shoot this scene, have the gun in my hand, or they see the gun on my yeah. side. You know, it's like I watch cops. They see the, it doesn't matter that we're sh- shooting a scene. Like, they may pull up and not really realize, even though we have all these flood, like the lights, like professional lights, there's a camera, they may not realize that this is necessarily a movie. Like, maybe they're just out of it and they don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they think it's a real gun, and then I get guns pointed at me, and then, like, get yeah. down. I didn't want to deal with that. So, like, I was kind of, we were all, at that point, we were all sort of like, let's just not do it. But I particularly was like, dude, I really don't want to do this because of that and i explained to him yeah i mean to them a gun is a gun or what looks like a gun is a gun and they don't want to take chances i'm sure yeah like if they see something that looks like a gun they're going to assume that it is exactly and so like i kept one of like i don't want to give away the plot or anything but one of my henchmen uh one of the guys playing it walked away and, like, he was more adamant about not doing it than I was because he was even like, dude, I don't want to deal with fucking racist police and one of us gets shot or arrested. And and so at that point, like, he, like after about 15 or 20 minutes, like, we had someone looking out, but we never got to filming. And so after 15 or 20 minutes, we, I just walked inside and changed. And when I came back out, they were bringing down all the lights uh, from out, from the outside scene. Well, that sucks. Yeah, so... So, how are you ever going to do it if it's... I mean, is it like a nighttime scene? It or? is, but I'm, we'll just have to go film somewhere else, I guess. But oh. that, but that's why I missed Betty White and Saturday Night Live, which I've been watching weekly now. I kind of was against it because I was a Mad TV fan. <laughs> and it's like, you're sort of like into one or the other. And Mad TV was my preference for whatever reason. That was just more my comedy style, but they're off the air. Saturday Night Live is all there is. Yeah, so we didn't finish. I didn't get out of there till eleven thirty, and had we shot my scenes, I probably wouldn't have gotten out there till twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. We did, we did shoot my scenes the night before, so I'm half done, and probably this this week we'll have to do my scenes. But <sighs> old people, I kind of, I was so pissed off, and I was kind of, I even said to somebody, some old people should die. Because when you're when you're that miserable and it's the lights weren't going to their house, we were not noisy. It was 
it was hardly louder than you or I are right now, which maybe to a listener doesn't sound, or maybe it sounds louder to a listener, but my parents wouldn't be able to hear us upstairs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah. Uh, tonight, I went to a play about drag queens. And I wish you weren't working because I wanted you to come. I wish a lot of people weren't working because I wanted them to come. But you know what? You told me uh, something about it uh, off the air. Um, that's well, I don't really want to talk about if it's that. Oh, wait. The the issue? Yeah, like who was playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Making sure it wasn't something else. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Well, you can introduce it if you'd like. Well, I... I I mean, I don't really have a problem with this, but apparently the drag queens in this show were just straight guys, like, pretending to be drag queens. And I guess it's probably hard to, to come by, you know, like, to, yeah. to get actual drag queens who are acting and who are, uh, I, I don't know how they had to audition or if they were in a class or something, but, um, but I do... Um, I do prefer my drag queens to be real ones. Well, let me say the show was fantastic. It was a showcase for the theater majors at Cal State Long Beach. And the show was fantastic. And I don't have a problem with the actors or anybody in it. That wasn't my problem. It was something I, I had. I had a conversation with Langdon Bosarge from Langdon Nation last night. Uh, also a stand-up comedian, nurse practitioner, and many other things. He's a very skilled individual, uh, as I've learned from his telling me. I had to dig myself out of that real quick because I could have said, oh, he's a very skilled individual, as I've learned. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen him before to stand up. I've listened to a show. Well, okay. We were having this conversation, and I was like, oh, like, Langdon, I was, like, so sad because I sort of, I think of myself in a way as, like, a straight guy fag hat. Like, I love gays so much. They're so fascinating to me. They're such, uh, they're nice people, and it's like there's, I don't know, I'm comfortable with, with gays, like, so much. I love them to death. And I was, like, I was so disappointed when I found out that, uh, like, the, the Asian gay guy at Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist was a straight guy because I saw him, and, like, he was in whatever horror movie. Like, maybe it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or one of the new Jasons. It was something. It was one of the newer horror movies, and I saw him in it. And I was completely disappointed that I figured out he was straight because he... A gay guy playing a straight guy seems a little easier than a or it seems a little harder than a straight guy playing a gay guy. But I think it's easy for straight people to play over-the-top gays. Well, that's why when he was playing a straight guy, I knew that he was a straight guy and he couldn't have been a gay guy playing a straight guy. Mm-hmm. Because he played a, a good gay character in Nick and Nora's play, Infinite Playlist, but he wasn't really. And so I was, I was really disappointed to see that, and so I brought it, I brought it up to Langdon that I was disappointed that there was straight guys playing gay guys. I mean, I'd prefer if they just had gay actors playing gay act- gay characters. But maybe the gay gay actors don't want to play gay characters. I, d- I didn't think about that until just now. But, and I was talking to him, and he's like, yeah, that's a really big problem in Hollywood, that there's a bias against gays. And that disappointed me. And then I went and saw this tonight, and I could tell they didn't necessarily have an ideal. F- I don't, I can tell they didn't go out and hang with drag queens and figure out how they act <laughs> for these parts. I could tell that it was stereotypical. This is how they would act. So I was kind of disappointed in that. I wish that they would, even if they didn't necessarily get gays to play it, they could have done more research than just playing a character in a play that was written. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you f- how you feel about it in depth, like if you wish that there was more, more gays getting gay part opportunities or if, if you think it's maybe a, sti- uh, a typecasting issue. I feel like at this point, the problem is more with the actors who are scared to come out. Yeah. Because there are plenty of of gay celebrities who are out about it. And, um, and granted, some of their careers are failing. Rosie O'Donnell, Clay <laughs> Aiken. Well, Rosie did it to herself, by the way. Ricky Martin. <laughs> but... Then there's also Ellen and Elton John, and they're still at the top of their game. And True. And Madonna's not gay, but I feel like she counts as a gay <laughs> just because she's so um, 
such a, a huge gay icon yeah. and she embraces it, which is almost as, I mean, the people who would not like someone because they're gay and in the media would also not like the people who are huge gay enablers like Madonna or Cher. Yeah. Well, one of the songs that they actually, it was sort of like a, not a review, so to speak, but it was, they did, they did sort of show to any, like per, they did performances of these songs, except they lip synced. And one of the songs was, uh, just like your prayer. Uh huh. And I mean, it was good, but that was where I noticed some of the, the stereotypical tendencies that maybe necessarily wouldn't be true. Yeah. But that I was just saying that for the sake of Madonna being a gay icon, and they just so happened to do a Madonna car- uh, song. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I feel like you you can be gay and you can still be very popular. So I I feel like that's not so much of a problem anymore. But it's the people like Tom Cruise and John Travolta who yeah. are obviously gay. And if they're not, I apologize. Well, no, I don't, because they are. <laughs> but um, but it's it's people like them who are gay and closeted that um, that give it a stigma, or or make people think that there's a reason why they should have to to hide. But you know, I'm not Mr. Huge Gay Rights or or whatever. Like it, a um, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not like about in. I I hate in your face stuff with all sorts of of rights movements, whether it be gay rights or black rights or Hispanic rights, blah blah blah. I I just like the word equality, and that's the way I think about it. We're yeah. all we all should just sort of live like there shouldn't be an issue. We sh- it shouldn't be a new story that they're fighting for rights. It should be they're just our rights. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I feel too, because and I also think that me standing up for gay rights is kind of like a really self-important thing. I mean, it's, it's like when Isaac Hayes, um, you know, would make fun of every fucking person on the planet except (laughs) Scientologists because he was one. Yeah. I I mean, I, I just, um, uh, because it's something that I can personally relate to, if that's my cause of choice, it just makes me seem like, an egotistical bastard. But I think that's what makes a person... Or a self-serving a bastard. I think that's what makes a person a person, though, is that they're passionate about something against their cause. And if you, as a gay man, decide to to fight for the rights of, of gay men everywhere, I, that's not self-absorbed or self-serving. It's it's you, ha- you've had these experiences as a gay man, and you realize that there needs to be change. I understand what you mean by that, and I actually sort of agree with it, but at the same time, I've always said this, and and there are going to be some people, I I know this already, there are going to be people who right now are going to not like me so much, but I think that people who are proud of things that are not important, like their skin color or their sexual orientation or uh, religion... I I think that that's really stupid <laughs> especially if it's if it's not something that they're really close to it sounds like I'm proud to be black I'm proud to be gay and uh, it's really what it means is I'm proud to have been born yeah you know I'm going to have to bring it back to Liz Hansen but <laughs> you know if you are proud of being Scandinavian and there is really no reason for you to be proud of it like you don't know the history <laughs> behind your um the the culture that you are are proud of yeah does does she know about scandinavian food or or their history or um customs or holidays that's or a good question does she i i don't think so <laughs> i think it's it's exactly what you just said Oh, proud yeah. of being born and really and and some things like religion for example you are are born 
with that, your parents give it to you. They instill it in you. And it's not something that you would necessarily choose on your own. I wouldn't know that I'm Jewish if I was just born and no one ever mentioned it to me. That's true. <laughs> if I if I wasn't shaped that way, I <laughs> would be the same as a Christian person. It's it's just not important. And yeah. is it is I don't think that it's important to be proud of of being black. If it's not something that's part of your of your normal life, like I, I mean, I'm sure it, it comes up a lot because they look down and there they are a black person but I, I don't take pride in being gay I don't take pride in being Jewish I don't take pride in in any of those things anyway I'm not trying to say that people who who do take pride in those things are assholes or something no. I just don't think it's important that reminds me of people who get their n last names tattooed on them uh -huh. it's like are you gonna forget it yeah. Do you yeah, want really. Do you want the only official jersey of yourself? Or people who have like little flags on their on their um uh, rear view mirrors like great, you're Mexican. Like mm -hmm. we get it. Or And and it sounds like what I'm saying is that I don't think that any of those people are important or like I don't I don't respect their ethnicity or skin color or something and that's totally not my point at all. What my point is is that I I don't I don't believe in being proud of things that you haven't achieved. I don't think that any of those things are achievements. I think they are are um just things that are natural yeah. for you. It's kind of when you do put like something on the back of your window, and I think about it because I have a sticker on my window that says Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, it's sort of like, um, oh, look, I, I, I think it's cool, so don't you think I'm cool? But see, that I can kind of get behind because that's a choice. It's something that, that you know about and something that you like, something that you're choosing to endorse. I guess, but then it's like the... If you had a, a white power sticker on you, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, which would never happen, but I don't know it. Just in general, that sort of advertisement of of something that you're proud of yourself. I don't know where that's going, but no, I know what you're saying, but I I'm defending you more than you are. Okay. Basically, I I still think that that's okay. I think like it's like bad I when people have stickers that'll say like this is the right way and your way is wrong. Like like you know like chicks rule or something. Like yeah. that's fucking stupid. No, they don't. Anyway, I will say that girls that drive trucks are so hot. I actually agree with that. Yeah. And I think if they are on a motorcycle, they're even hotter. <gasps> When I was going to my drag queen place tonight, as I was walking from the parking lot to the theater, there was a girl in high heels uh -huh. at, uh, on a scooter. <laughs> and it was like her scooter. And it looked so funny because she was dressed up wearing high heels, but she was riding a scooter. <laughs> and it wasn't what you'd expect. There is someone, Kurt Curtis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kurt Curtis? Well, yeah, one or the other. <laughs> um, he has a motorcycle i'm stuttering because it is such a huge turn on but he has a motorcycle and i had a huge crush on him for a very long time hmm. and i always wanted to ride on his motorcycle i'm but sure he did. would we were in a class together actually we were in a few classes together and i modeled for him a few times <laughs> but um <laughs> but i saw him as i was pulling up a couple times I saw him pulling up to uh, the parking lot on his motorcycle and he'd get off and he always had this leather jacket on and he would take his helmet off and it was just the greatest thing ever. I think leather the leather jackets are to protect them though. Something about it like it's a tougher it's a tougher uh material than you know, anything man-made can be, so they use it to in case they slide. Yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't thinking that that it was like a machismo thing. Well, no, I just, I sort of have realized that over time. And it, when you saying it, like the way that your sentence was structured uh -huh. and the pauses, it made me, 
it made me think like leather jacket and i was like oh that's because oh yeah 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 but i do think leather jackets are hot i think pleather is even hotter really well i mean not the material i i just i i don't necessarily like leather all that much yeah who am i kidding i do <laughs> i i like leather i don't like the smell of it so much but i do like the idea of a rugged man in leather yeah that reminds me like when <laughs> i went vegan the first the first time in 2005 i like a week or two before i made the decision to go vegan i bought a leather chair and i was like fuck this sucks i just <laughs> bought this thing <laughs> I ended up using it, but it was kind of, like, hypocritical a little bit. I actually think that something that you can get prolonged use out of is more okay than... That's true. ...wasting an animal on a meal. That's true. Or Um, part of an animal on a meal. And that sort of... I've never been into the, the ideal of vegan for for animal rights necessarily, which a lot of people would be like, that's not a good reason to be vegan. But I sort of believe in, in the earth as it, because it's from the earth, it can't be, it's hard to be as bad for you as something made in a lab. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure processed stuff is terrible. So, like, I still use my shampoo, my soap, my toothpaste is all vegan. Uh... And when I go in and out of vegan to eating like shit, which is really a roller coaster, like you, you see me eating really healthy for a few days and I'll eat like really, really shitty for a while. But I, I've been on a a vegetarian kick lately and I've kind of been wanting to, uh, to be up on going vegan and I've been kind of reading on going raw food, and I, I'm not going to go 100% raw food because I I haven't done enough reading to figure out the way you get all the right proteins. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to still get my protein from, like, soy burgers and soy protein powder because it's easier, and I, I just haven't had the time to do my reading. Now, I've heard something about a raw diet, and I, I'm not sure if this is true. But I, I think it probably is. What I've always thought a raw diet was, was literally raw food. Yeah. But what I've been told recently by someone is that it's it's not actually, I mean, it is raw food, but it can be cooked. It just can't be processed. So you could, like, steam vegetables, for example. Maybe. I, I haven't quite seen that, but I have, like, I've seen people... Theoretically, they process it, but it's not actual processing. Like, they juice it. That's the process. They'll put it in a juicer, and they'll... Like, I was watching a video on somebody juicing wheatgrass today, because wheatgrass, like, is really bitter, but then they had this juice, and it was just really plain, but it was, like, there's... Apparently, wheatgrass is really nutritious. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We don't have any wheatgrass grown around here, I don't think, in Los Angeles. Well, you can get it at Jamba Juice. Oh, really? Yeah, you can get wheatgrass juice. Oh, but it's Jamba Juice, and it's it's not that healthy. Well, but no, no, no. I mean, they'll just give you literally just the wheatgrass. Like, really? Yeah. They they juice the wheatgrass, and it tastes awful. Really? But I'm sure there are benefits to it. I, I don't think it, most people drink it because they like the taste of it. Yeah, the, it usually is the health benefits, and I think that's something that has to, like, you're your taste buds and your body has to, to adjust to healthy foods. So I noticed in January when I went completely raw for a week, and all, actually all I had was fruits and vegetables and nuts. Uh, and then I, uh, about a week later into it, I, I decided, oh, I'm going to try Cheez-Its because I, I would eat a box of Cheez-Its a day. They were so good. Uh-huh. And I, I tasted it and it just tasted horrible. It tasted nothing like I remembered. It tasted faked and fake and processed and I was like, wow, and I see it. And it I think it had to do with the taste buds. I'd gotten so used to the healthy natural taste of fruits and vegetables and, and not having processed food that I my my body just had adjusted already in that week 
to a healthy lifestyle. But then when you eat the right wrong thing, that's when I, I think that like processed food and junk food and, and food that tastes good but isn't good for you is like fucking crack. It might be like they, they talk about sugar, like sweet stuff in particular, how it like the stuff we have now is so much sweeter than any of the fruits that it it makes fruit not taste as good. So it made me wonder about, uh, you know, I get bitter grapes sometimes. Like when they're out of season, there's bitter mm-hmm. grapes. But I wonder, if are they truly bitter? Or is it just that I'm so used to the candy bar and the high fructose corn syrup that they just don't taste right? Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. I mean, I, I was vegan for six weeks. Like, and I was, I was a strict vegan for six weeks. Like, no slipping up at all. And the day that I stopped, I just couldn't go back. And and it's funny because even even like the last day of my vegan diet, like I I actually thought like this is something I'm gonna do forever. That's the thing. I, I felt that way, and I felt like I could do it, and I I wouldn't have any trouble. And the second I slipped, and the slipping wasn't because I couldn't take it anymore. It was because I wanted to celebrate for having done it for six weeks. Well, and that's I was what like, the diet plan is, six weeks. At least that diet plan. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a six-week diet. I was hoping that I would, I would go off it for one day, celebrate with everyone, and it would be like a cool one-day thing. And I couldn't celebrate with everyone on that one day so it extended to a two-day thing and that was it i just i didn't go back because i had enough of the the good bad food from what i understand it's it really is a lifestyle change and it when i when i think of lifestyle it uh it's a mental like it really is a mental thing. It's a, it's beyond a mindset thing. It's that your brain is like so encoded and or is so coded with this ideology that this is the way you're gonna live, and it's a belief, and it's so hard hardwired and conditioned into you that you can, you can effectively make the choice to not go back mm-hmm. to to living like a what what's considered an unhealthy lifestyle, the American diet, and so. Uh, I just think that because you were looking at it as a six-week diet, let's celebrate, maybe. And I've run into the same thing where I'll celebrate myself and I'll fall off completely. And that that might be the problem is not taking it as a lifestyle change, taking it as the idea of I'm doing it to lose weight and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't a lifestyle change. I did think I was going to do it for a, a long time or maybe even forever. I I actually did believe that. But at the same time, I, I definitely felt like I passed a test by having done it for six weeks because it was a six-week diet plan. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I feel like I could do it again. It's just especially difficult when you're in a relationship with someone who has no limits to what they eat at all. And I'm not saying that as a complaint or a gripe or anything, but... George eats whatever the fuck he wants to eat, and I, I kind of like that, and and it works for him. I mean, but but I feel like he doesn't have the same body image issues that I do, um, and and he shouldn't either. I mean, yeah, he's a little overweight, but he he uh, he doesn't look in the mirror and and feel like he can't go out of the house or whatever. And I do feel stunted in that way, so. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I did find that it was incredibly hard for us to eat when I was eating vegan. Well, I guess it's a choice thing. And one of my my friends, even when I stopped, she was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you aren't vegan anymore because you were such a pain in the ass to eat with. <laughs> well, sorry. Well, he never complained, actually, and he would go along with me to Whole Foods. And, and the good thing about a place like Whole Foods is there's something for everyone. So there I can is. eat my vegan stuff, and he can have a sandwich with bacon or whatever the fuck he wants in it. So uh, that was cool, and he was really, really a good sport about it. 
and he would even go with me to the places that only served vegan food, like really? California vegan. And he he likes anything. So anyway, I um. You aren't boring me. I just it's one a.m. <laughs> no, so I, I, I know. No, I'm just thinking about how boring this is for everyone else. Well, I think I think that there's some someone out there is going to listen and be they're either vegan and so they they are going to email us and give us suggestions or or call us idiots or they're interested in going vegan and somehow we help them or we turn them off to it. I'm not sure, but I we think we just yeah we're changing lives right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From one life change to another. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if we've changed your life, um, no limits podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear that we've changed your life. That might not be a good thing. It might be that you've changed my life and that you guys suck so bad that I'm going to kill myself now or something. I'm just saying, I don't think we suck that bad, uh, but somebody can be that much of an asshole and do that. I hope that doesn't happen. Which, by the Please way, if, don't you, do that. if you do send us that sort of spam, like hate mail, I'm going to report you to spam, whatever, and hopefully your email account gets deleted, blah, blah. Also, if you're going to kill yourself, don't tell us about it because there's nothing we can do. Just don't kill yourself. True. I mean, be happy. Spread the love. Spread, spread it. Spread it. But I, I'm curious to see how... I, I The reason I decided to do my almost entirely raw diet is because I've been eating like so much crap lately that I've, I had, I had this sense in my, like I kept thinking to myself, I'm going to die soon if I don't make a change. Like I literally thought to myself, like I'm going to have a heart attack or, or I'm, I always think that too. Yeah. And so I just, I don't want to get there. And I know that you can reverse some of the effects and like, aside from just getting completely healthy, you can reverse some of the damage you've done from eating a healthy, almost entirely raw diet. So Got to do it because I, I don't want to think that way. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to worry about it. And honestly, everything just feels good when you're vegan. Like aside from the fact that there is food that you love that you can't have anymore. Like firstly, you don't miss it as badly when you've been doing the vegan thing. It's like kicking a drug. Almost. The longer you get away from it, the easier it is to stay on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like really... I mean, I've I've done it for six weeks, which is long enough to know that you um, you really feel cleaner and lighter inside. Yeah, and it's a good feeling. And also, uh, not to be gross or anything, but the bathroom situation takes a minute, and it's yeah, clean you're, and you nice. I was just gonna say, you become regular. If you weren't regular before, you're regular. Yeah. And what else? I had something I was gonna add to that, and it wasn't that you become regular well i noticed like doing the short film when i did the short film two years ago i was about like 20 pounds lighter than i am now uh-huh. and i haven't felt it then but i was a lot more i'm a very energetic person i i'm a big guy that sort of acts like a small guy in some ways that that's sort of how i feel and i've been described like i'm jumpy i i flip around i do things but this film, like, I've I felt my weight in my knees, and I haven't been as springy as I used to be. And I really, I'm such high energy that I want to have that ability. So I, I sort of, on top of the, the having the impending death due to heart attack feeling that I had been having, I, I sort of thought, well, I need to make this change because as part of my initiative to, to stay young and, and live the life that we're supposed to have, on a social level, I should also have that physical capability that I have, but my weight's holding down. You know, I know last week I told you that I wouldn't do the vegan thing again, but I I feel like if you're going to do it, it would make it easier for me to start doing it again. I was going to ask you a week ago, but then you're like, I won't do it, so I didn't want to ask you. No, you did. You I asked, did? Yeah, last oh. week you asked me, and I said no. Yeah. I, I think I actually, like, flat out just said no, I can't do it. But I I feel like I could do it. And, and this is the thing. If you're not doing it for moral reasons, do it because it's good for you. And, and if that means doing it, like, five days out of the week and then on the weekend, you know, eating normal or whatever, like – 
that's still better than eating bad seven yeah. days a week. As long as that normal day isn't over the top, making up all the missing calories and all the cholesterol and fat that was right, there. like eating only cupcakes all day yeah. long, or cupcakes whatever. and pizza. But um, but yeah, I think I would do it several days a week. Um, maybe maybe on the days that I go to the gym, if that ever happens again. It um, will as soon as my school schedule clears up. No, I know. But um a week and a half away. Woo. But yeah, when maybe like I'll be vegan on the days that we don't go to the gym and on the days that we do, I will have protein from animals. <laughs> well, have you had uh, you've had Boca and Morningstar? Yeah, and I do like it, but I also like chicken. Yeah. Well, the, interestingly, cuz I I don't quite get it as much. For whatever reason, chicken is considered vegetarian, whereas beef itself isn't. And I don't get that the difference. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, that, or if it's... I understand that chicken is, like, leaner, but it, it still, I mean, vegetarian to me means that you abstain from, like, Killing eating animals. animals. Yeah. Which always kind of made me wonder, and I got, like, when people, like, they still say drink milk or eat eggs and it, it's like oh well we didn't kill the animal and it's still i guess it's a matter of uh your your morals or whatever which is where the the vegans like the the more ex- uh into it hardcore uh morally driven vegans are like we're exploiting the animals and i agree in that I I'm, that's not why I'm interested in the vegan thing, but I I agree these animals before we started, you know, farming them, they weren't doing what they're doing. There weren't as many of them either. So I can understand the argument for and against. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think it's a good thing that cows are stressed out and and chickens and all of the different animals that we we eat. Um, and, and more than just slaughtering them, but like also like squeezing their tits all day long, (laughs) uh, chemically inducing, uh, I don't know, eggs or whatever it is that they do. I sound like a total fucking idiot right now. Um, how long have we been going? Uh, 51 minutes and 20 some odd seconds. Oh, it's a long one for you guys today. Yeah, to make up for our slacking the last few ones. But we're going to wind it down in a minute or so, I think, because we're both. <laughs> it's one uh, ten a.m. I think we're getting ready for bed. Yeah. Is that, are you uh, finished with them? Yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, no hate mail, uh, no limits podcast at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group. Just search no limits podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, no limits podcast, and we're officially now on podtalkers.com. That's us, the no limits podcast. Thank you. It's been show number 11. I'm Sean. I'm Adam. Good night. Or good morning. <laughs>